My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast, episode 116, a gentle hatha practice for immune system health. And if you have props around two blocks, blanket, strap, and a bolster are in this practice, but if you don't have those around, totally fine. You can use anything you have nearby that would uh, function for that, like a pillow or a belt or something like that. Uh, but otherwise you'll be fine through this practice. So this is all about strengthening the immune system and this was recorded back when I was in person at classes. Uh, so I have a bunch of those recordings and they'll be uh, coming out through this podcast over the next several weeks and months or as long as we're in this quarantine situation. Uh, but if you do want to practice with me live on Zoom, that is what's happening with the Quiet Mind Yoga membership. So every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. There's a new class, and today, this morning, the class was a Hatha Flow practice to strengthen the immune system. But today, here on the podcast, is an old recording from, not that long ago, not that old, but a recording from a class of uh, gentle Hatha and strengthening the immune system. We'll do some stuff like Kapalabhati breathing uh, to help strengthen the Agni, the digestive fire. And it's like I talked about uh, for the people in the membership or that came to the class, it's uh, it's a great time to be focused on your immune system health. So what can you do to strengthen your immune system? So practices like this are good and things like eating warming foods and warming spices. Ginger is great, of course, as you probably know. Turmeric, antioxidant foods like blueberries. Things like this are all going to help strengthen your immune system in doing practices like this. So if you want to check out the Quiet Mind Yoga membership where each week I'm offering a new live class and weekly mini workshops on different topics about yoga. Last week it was all about headstand. That's at quietmind.yoga/membership where you can sign up for $9.97 a month or $97 a year and save 20 bucks. All right, thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's practice. So let's start with just a comfortable seated posture, just whatever is comfortable for you, and shoulders relaxed, spine long. And let's take a couple slower, deeper breaths down to the lower belly to start our practice. Your eyes can close or eyes rest on a single spot in front of you. The palms can be down or up, whatever is comfortable, whatever feels more natural for you. Bring the hands together at the heart to bow the mind to the heart and to each other. And just release the hands down. And we'll start with our props. So we'll take our bolster to the back of the mat to the length of the mat and the blocks out to the sides. And your blanket can be like a pillow under your neck, or you can use it to cover up or as a weight on your hips. But once we get kind of set up, you'll see what feels good for you. And if you even want to grab another blanket, you could do that. But we'll come up towards the edge of the bolster and have the tail up towards the edge of the bolster and then lay back. So the spine is there and on the bolster and the knees are, uh, the feet are together, knees are apart on the blocks. 
and then the blanket, wherever it feels more natural for you. If you want a little support under the neck. And just take your time adjusting, settling in. We'll be here for a while, so you want to make sure it feels pretty supportive and comfortable and there's no obvious pains or discomfort. And if there is, just let me know and, and I can help you adjust things. better or worse? Okay. And again, just make any adjustments you want so you feel like really comfortable, supported here. And uh, we're, today we're really just going to focus on helping reset your nervous system. So the central nervous system can basically be in two different modes, either the sympathetic nervous system mode where you're in sort of fight or flight active and really day to day that we're in that to some degree throughout the day because uh, that's how we get things done we, we our mind stays sharp and focused and we can drive our car safely and walk down the street safely uh, but sometimes it gets a little overactive and we become anxious afraid tense our body our muscles become hypertonic so they're hoping they're holding on to tone and tension when they don't need to be and we're sort of tensed up and we feel that as physical tension and eventually that could lead to injuries and other pains and issues and just mentally and emotionally anxious and fatigued and frustrated, irritated, these sort of things. Uh, the other side of the nervous system is the parasympathetic mode, the rest and digest mode, that's what it's sometimes called which is what it sounds like, so your, your body can rest and heal and recover and restore there's a lot of healing processes that happen in the body only when we're at ease and relaxed. Like the liver is regenerating itself constantly. Every cell in our body is regenerating itself. Every seven years, we're a completely different person. Uh, every cell has changed within seven years. So uh, things need to be moving and processing and changing. And if we're always in that fight or flight mode, a lot of that stuff is going to get interrupted and delayed. And there's going to be issues with that. And we might not always notice that because it's it's internal process, but uh, just by taking time like this to rest and heal and digest and, and nourish the body and let your, uh, not just digesting the food, but you're digesting experiences, digesting information you've, you've taken in uh, and having the time to do that. Your brain processes that stuff when we're still like this. So we'll have the next couple minutes here just in stillness and quiet to enjoy this experience and if there's any tension if it's not enjoyable for any reason that's okay too you can adjust and make things a little more comfortable for yourself and be with whatever is arising for you we'll have the next couple minutes here to stay in this in this space to practice <coughs>
your mind is really active, totally okay. You can give your mind something to focus on by counting the breaths. You inhale to four, exhale to four, breathing down to the lower belly, slowly breathing in to a count of four, out to a count of four. If you're counting the breath, just let that go. We'll start to transition from here and start to bring the knees back together and start to sit up to come off of the props and just move the props to the side for now. And have your strap within arm's reach as you come down to your back and we'll lay down to the ground. So it's laying on your back with the strap nearby. And we'll start to hug the knees in and rock side to side on the back. To happy baby pose, hold outside of the feet. Again, you could rock side to side, you could stay still. feet to the floor, knees bent, feet on the floor, and take your strap into onto the left foot, the left arch of the foot. Left leg extends towards the ceiling, shoulders and neck stay relaxed. And your right knee could stay bent, makes this a little easier, or right leg could extend, adds a little more intensity to the stretch. Shoulders and neck stay relaxed. And start just by flexing and pointing your left foot, moving at the ankle forward and back. And back to center and have the uh, toes flex back towards the knee, pressing through the left heel towards the ceiling. So we stretch into the back of the legs. And we're gonna just work our way throughout all of the legs here to start and a little bit of stretching and releasing throughout all of the legs, all sides of the legs. And uh, starting with the hamstrings and the middle hamstring. And there's three hamstrings, there's three muscles here in the back of the leg. And uh, usually we mainly stretch this one. So we start here. But 
But now keep everything the same and internally rotate your left leg. So the leg stays vertical, but your toes turn in towards the center of your body. And you feel a slightly different stretch on the back of the leg. This is the outer hamstring. And back to center and externally rotate the left leg. So it stays vertical, but now your toes turn out to the side, away from the body. And you feel a different stretch in the back of the leg. And the in, inner hamstring. back to center, leg vertical cent and center it again, strap into your left hand and open the leg out to the left any amount. So you want to make sure your right hip stays close to the ground though and there's no back pain, your right leg isn't, your right hip isn't being pulled off the ground. And shoulders and neck stay relaxed. You could lower your left leg onto a prop if you want for a little support. back up to the center, strap into the right hand, and you might just go a little bit across your body or all the way into a twist. So just feel that out, whatever feels good for you. Sometimes it feels like a better stretch if you just go a little bit. Sometimes you want to go further. There are different stretches, neither one is better. It's just whatever feels good for you. And with this one, it's, it is definitely okay if your left hip comes off the ground. And slowly back up to center. And before we switch sides, just let your left leg all the way down to the floor and rest there for a moment. A little mini Shavasana corpse pose. Just feeling left and right. Maybe your left leg feels a little longer, a little lower to the ground. Just noticing the effects of your postures. You can, usually can get pretty significant effects pretty fast with this. Uh, you might notice that. And we'll have the right leg come in and strap to the right arch of the foot. Again, start by uh, pointing and flexing the toes little ankle mobility for the right leg. And then keep the toes uh, flexed towards the knee. Pressing through the right heel towards the ceiling to stretch into the back of the right leg. practice in this way for the parasympathetic nervous system we always could do more and that's totally fine uh, but it's 
we don't always need to. And this is more, the intention is more to sort of rest and heal and recover and restore. Um, so it's a great opportunity and time to do less. And just these little adjustments can make big difference. So you internally rotate the right leg, toes turn in towards the body, and you feel that different stretch in the back of the leg. Especially if you have a very active life and a very busy life, just having an hour of the day to, to do less, to sort of bring your nervous system in the opposite direction of the fight or flight mode, can go a long way to maintaining your health, uh, your mental health and physical health. And then back to center and externally rotate the right leg so your toes turn out from the center. Everything else stays the same. And back to the center and strap into the right hand, opening the leg out to the right. Left hip stays close to the ground, so there's no pulling on the left hip. So you might not go as far opening the right leg. You want to make sure it feels okay on both legs. up to center, strap into the left hand and any amount across the body might be a small movement, might be a big movement. up to center to lower the leg down and just notice left and right. Maybe it feels a little more equal. Just notice how your legs feel from when you started this little sequence. And start to bring the knees in and rock a little bit side to side on the back again. come to center and bring one hand on each kneecap so you press your arms forward and your low back arches so you're tilting the pelvis forward and back here you pull the knees in your low back rounds to touch the floor again you press the knees forward straightening the arms your low back arches and pull the knees in low back rounds just feeling that motion a couple times of tilting the pelvis forward and back arching and rounding the low back very subtle, you probably don't feel a whole lot right now, but this sort of thing is, can help your low back feel good the rest of the day and 
just keep your awareness of the pelvic tilt that you have when you're sitting and moving through the day to help avoid back pain. And now let your feet down to the floor, so knees bent, feet on the floor, about hips width apart, fingertips can touch the heels, and start to peel the spine up off the floor, one vertebrae at a time, inhaling up, and then exhale one vertebrae at a time, back down. So a dynamic bridge pose, move at your own pace, inhaling up, exhaling down, as slow, as big, as small, whatever version of this that feels good for you. And the next time you come up into the bridge pose, we'll stay there and hold and breathe if you want. You can crawl your shoulders underneath and interlace the hands to press the arms down. We're focusing on opening the front of the hip flexors, the front of the front of the hips and the hip flexors and the quadriceps, the belly, the abs a little bit. Sort of lengthening the front of the body by contracting the back of the body. And then we'll let all that release back to hips down to the floor. And now take your left foot under your right leg to your right hand. And then you let your left knee lower down towards the ground. So you're coming into a quad stretch here, so stretching the front of the left thigh. And if there's any feeling in your left knee at all, put a block underneath it so you don't want to feel anything in the knee here. You want to keep it all in the muscle, in the quadriceps. You could stay just like that or bring your right knee in towards your body and grab that with your left hand and even move it a little bit to the right to intensify that stretch. You can always do less or more here. And we'll hold and breathe wherever you're at. slowly release to switch sides so knees bent feet on the floor bring the right foot under the left leg to the left hand stay there or bring the left knee in to the right hand <clears throat> and again you can go a little bit out to the left with your knee with your left knee to intensify that stretch And again, if there's any pain in your right knee, any feeling in the right knee at all, just put a block underneath it to support the knee.
So we've opened and stretched a bit through the back of the legs, inner legs, outer legs, and now in the front of the legs. So we've kind of worked our way all around all the major muscles and started to release some tension in the legs. So slowly release the posture here. And just let your legs down to the ground. Straighten the legs out to mini shavasana again here. Arms relaxed, shoulders relaxed. Just noticing, feeling the effects on the legs. Hug your knees in and rock side to side on the back. And then start to rock forward and back along the spine. From tail to shoulders, keep your chin tucked in. And eventually rock all the way up to sitting and find a comfortable seated posture. So you could sit just on the mat, uh, cross-legged if you can, or sitting on a blanket if that's helpful. Uh, but we'll bring the hands to the knees here and start to move the spine all around, shoulders, circles forward and back. Everything a little more fluid, a little less rigid and stiff. And then eventually back to neutral spine. We'll just focus on the flexion and extension of the spine. So you round the back into flexion, chin towards the chest, and then extend the spine, lifting the heart, lifting the chin, the shoulders down the back. A few times forward and back like this. And usually there's parts of the spine that are a little easier for you to move. Feel into some different areas of the spine, things you don't normally emphasize in the movement, maybe more in the lower middle back, or more a little bit moving to the side or diagonal or adding little motions to this. Just trying different things and moving in different ways is always good for the muscles and the fascia, the connective tissue in the body. And we'll come back to neutral spine with a little bit of that lift in the heart still. A little bit of extension in the spine. Walk your right arm out to your right and left arm overhead into a side bend. And you might say just like that or add a little rotation down towards the ground or up towards the ceiling. Whatever feels good, you can stay still or move. You could even lower your right elbow down to a block or all the way to the floor to intensify. Now, if your right elbow is bent, straighten it out again, and we'll just keep the same general posture, but reach your left arm straight out to the left, parallel to the floor, palm facing down, and start to move your neck around here. So you feel a little bit of a tug in the upper trapezius muscles, and upper shoulders, but we don't want to pull too much there. We just kind of want to coax out the tension and move and open the jaw. You can even make like a yawning motion with your jaw. This is all very therapeutic for the neck and uh, sometimes it doesn't respond as well to direct stretching. And then just take a couple seconds to slowly float your left arm down to the floor and we'll come back up to the other side. The side bend at first, walking your left arm out, right arm reaches and again any variation you could add a little rotation turning your chest down or up. 
moving the neck, maybe bending the left elbow. Reach your right arm straight out to the right, maintaining that uh, reaching through the fingertips and then move your neck around, jaw relaxed. Again, like a yawning kind of motion can be really therapeutic here. Just coaxing the tension out of this area that tends to get really tight for a lot of us. And slowly float your right hand down as you come back up to sitting. And we'll just shrug the shoulders a couple times up and down, lifting and lowering. Sort of like a circular motion going both directions. And then we'll shrug the shoulders up and hold that for a moment, tensing up the shoulders, sort of fatiguing the tension out of the muscles. And then slowly release, sinking the shoulders down. Letting the shoulders go a little bit lower than when we started. Rotate the spine to your right. So your right hand comes behind you like a kickstand, left hand onto the thigh or the knee. And again, find that extension in the spine. That gives you a lot more room to rotate. And then rotate from there at the ribs. You could look over the back shoulder or over the front shoulder. You can move the neck around if you want. And then we'll come back to center to the other side. Just a seated twist again. Left hand like a kickstand so you can extend the spine. Right hand sort of pulling on the thigh or the knee. Rotating from the thoracic spine, the middle of the ribs. And back to center. Over to hands and knees and have your blanket under the knees. So you have a little padding there. And from hands and knees, just start to make any movements that feel good for you. Move all around in all directions. The hips, shoulders, neck. And come back to neutral spine to bring your hands wider apart off of the mat and onto the wood floor. And move side to side into the shoulders, left to right. If one spot feels really good, you could stay there and hold and breathe for a moment. And then we'll come back to center and keep your hands wide apart like this. And we'll just move the shoulder blades apart, rounding the upper back, and then shoulder blades together, lowering the chest. A couple of times here, contracting and releasing this upper back, these rhomboids, which are, tend to be a little overactive, a little hypertonic for some of us. It's pretty common to see that. And this helps us build that mind-muscle connection to turn the muscles on and off as needed. And then we'll go back to neutral spine, and hands under shoulders again to 
flexion and extension of the spine. So you round the back chin and pelvis in as you exhale. And as you inhale, extending the spine to the cow pose, lifting the heart. And as you exhale, rounding the spine to the cat pose. A few times forward and back like this. Move with your breath. And again, moving into different areas than you might normally feel or notice in the spine. So that you don't get into any repetitive stress patterns with the spine or the back. But you're always moving and adapting and adjusting. Next time you come into the cow pose, we'll stay there with a long spine, a little arch in the low back. Bring your arms forward and lower the forehead down towards the ground. Keep the hips over the knees and we'll stay here and hold and breathe. Letting your chest sink down towards the ground. If you feel more open in the neck, you could have your chin to the ground. From here, we'll come into a twist. So you have your left arm thread underneath, left shoulder reaching. And you can stay just like that or extend your right leg and press into the right foot, giving you a different angle to work with. A little bit of leverage there. Breathe into the back of the lungs, especially under the left shoulder. You can direct the breath into different areas of the spine. And, uh, breathing under the left shoulder is almost like a massage for these tissues under the bone of the scapula. And we'll come back to center and to the other side. Same thing. Right arm reaches through. And hold and breathe here. Again, any variation of this, you could extend your left leg out if you want. back to center to hands and knees and we'll come into a little bit of balance here starting by moving the left leg in circles just keeping the knee bent and just drawing a big circle with the left leg both directions and then have your left leg reach up and back hold there straight left leg and you can add on by having your right arm reach forward as well focus your gaze at a single spot somewhere just in front of you or at the wall in front of you
And then slowly release back to a child's pose for a moment, knees apart, hips to heels, recentering back to stillness. And you might feel how when we balance, it's a little destabilizing. You never, uh, you never stop moving in a balance. So it activates the sympathetic nervous system a little bit, which is what we're, it's intentional. So we're, we're doing that here. Um, so it's good to practice activating your nervous system and then regulating it back down. So that when life happens, when things happen and we get activated day to day, we can know how to regulate our systems and, and calm down when we need to and recenter when we need to. And we'll come back up to the hands and knees to the other side. So now the right leg starts to make circles with the bent knee moving both directions. And then right leg reaches straight up and back. Left arm reaches forward. Focus your gaze at a single spot. Steady breath. And notice they're always moving a little bit here. Heart rate might increase a little bit. But you still have that sense of center and ground and stability that we've established from the other postures. And then slowly release back to the child's pose, recentering hips towards the heels. A few slow deep breaths down to the lower belly. Feeling that contrast of the instability of the balance into the stability and the center of the child's pose. come up to hands and knees and have your feet move over to the right side of your mat your left leg extends left arm opens up towards the ceiling and then left leg lifts to parallel to the floor so we're strengthening outer hips and balancing here again focus your gaze at a single spot steady breath common to hold the breath or tense up in the balancing, but that's an overactive sympathetic nervous system. So we want to stay relaxed, steady breath, steady gaze, and then slowly come back to the hands and knees. And swing your feet over to the left and come over to the other side, lifting right arm, right leg. Back down to child's pose again, recentering. And a couple of breaths down to the lower belly.
back up to hands and knees and just you can move your blanket over to the side and come all the way down to your belly. Just laying flat on the stomach here for a moment, hands under the shoulders and forehead down towards the mat. So we'll just lift the head off the ground without lifting your chin, just lift the head off the ground and feel the activation that happens in your spinal uh, muscles, the multifidi, it goes from the base of the spine to the back of the neck. You might feel that, these are deep stabilizing muscles which are really important to balance and important to uh, posture. And then let your hands lift off the ground, shoulder blades towards each other on the back. And then arms reach back, palms face down, lift the legs, and just so the legs are straight. And just a slight bend in the knees, so you're activating the hamstrings, the glutes, the back of the legs. Again, palms face down. Yeah. And hold here in locust pose. So we're, again, activating the nervous system. And now we'll just let everything relax, turn the head to the other side and deactivate so you're able to relax just as much as you're able to activate and feel the tension sort of fade out of the back usually we have a sort of default or something we tend towards like some people may tend towards anger and frustration that's more of a sympathetic nervous system response you might tend more towards um, sort of sadness and depression anxiety uh, those are more of a parasympathetic response and then there's also a freeze response where you just kind of freeze up and shut down and under high stress situations one of those responses is usually sort of a default for us but when we practice sort of going through these different phases and different experiences of them we get more resiliency we get more awareness of these patterns and more able to adapt to everyday situations so we can notice when we freeze up or if we get angry or if we uh, get reactive in some way, we know how to be aware of that in our bodies. We'll come back to the locust pose again, just like you were before, lifting up, activating everything in the back of the body, engaging, hold and breathe here. And we'll hold a little bit longer this time. Again, palms face down, slight bend in the knees to activate the hamstrings and glutes. You can even point your toes to activate the calves And you might even notice your mind becomes a little bit sharper, a little more focused when you activate the sympathetic nervous system like this. But if you stay too long, you might start to get irritated with me. <laughs> so that's too much activation. So we'll let everything relax, feel the tension fade out, turn the head to the other side from before. notice that feeling of the tension releasing, the tension fading out. Back to again a more relaxed state, or at least a little more than it just was. back to hands and knees 
and into downward facing dog. You can just bend one knee at a time, just kind of easing into down dog. So this stretches the whole back of the body where we just activated and contracted. And if your back of your legs are a little tight, you can take your feet a little wider apart if that feels better. Equal weight into all the base knuckles of the fingers, pressing down. And slowly walk your feet up to the front of your mat to a forward fold. And just let your neck release down, arms hang down, any variation of this that feels good. And slowly roll up the spine, head comes up last to stand. Arms reach up overhead, catch your left wrist, and reach to your right into a side bend. Any variation of this that feels good. And back up to center to the other side. And back up to center to interlace your fingers and press the hands towards the ceiling. And then starting to move around in this sort of circular motion or finding different areas that feel good here. Moving into the upper back, shoulders. If one spot feels great, just stay there. You can just keep moving around if you want. And the next time you come back up to center, we'll stay there and reach through the fingers, fingertips reaching up towards the ceiling, and then bend the elbow, shoulders down the back, lifting the heart. And just like locust pose, reach your fingers towards the ground and straighten the arms, you're activating the triceps, activate your glutes, your legs, belly slightly in towards the spine, so the whole back of the body sort of activates here, engages, and Shift your weight into your right foot. Let your left toes touch the floor behind you. Focus your gaze at a single spot. And any amount, lift your left foot off the floor to version of warrior three. Eventually you might go parallel to the floor, but stay wherever you can hold and breathe and maintain that engagement of the back of the body. At first it might feel a little stiff, a little bit awkward, but over time it's, it's not too, um, too much effort. It's just enough engagement to kind of hold you there and it starts to feel lighter over time. And slowly back up to stand and let everything sort of release and disengage for a moment, kind of like we did when we we're laying on the belly, softening up. And then again, arms reach up overhead, reaching through the fingers. Bend the elbows, shoulders down the back, feeling the shoulder blades retract. Arms uh, straighten out, pointing fingers down towards the ground. Shift your weight into your left foot, active legs, right toes touch the floor behind you, and any amount, lift up off the ground.
back to standing. Let everything soften and relax. And we'll inhale to reach the arms up. Exhale to fold all the way down, folding over the legs. And then step out to your left into a wide stance. And then hands can come to the blocks or to the floor. And the feet are as wide as feels right for you, so they might be closer or wider, uh, just depending on what feels good for you. And we'll just hang out here, any variation of this. You can stay still, you can move. But the main thing is that you have the head below the heart. So we're creating an inversion here. Which tends to have a calming sort of resetting effect and engages the parasympathetic nervous system, the rest and digest mode. And sort of shifts us out of that active sympathetic mode we were just in. So again, we're practicing regulating the nervous system. From here, bring the hands back under the shoulders, turn towards the front of the mat, and step back to hands and knees. Just for a moment, so we're going to transition to a pigeon pose. So you have your right knee forward, and we'll do this version of pigeon that's a little easier on the knees. So you have uh, your right hip down towards the ground, right leg to 90 degrees, and your left knee bent. So your left knee is kind of coming up close to the body. From there, fold over the legs and down to the hands or elbows. And if you want to do any other version of pigeon that feels better for you, do that. Otherwise, we'll stay here and hold and breathe. Notice if there's any tension in the shoulders or neck that can soften here. Bring this knee over a little bit this way. Yeah. <laughs> and then this knee can come up if that feels better. Just feel that out, yeah. slowly start to transition to the other side, same thing.
and then we'll start to transition to our last posture so I'll give you a couple options um, probably the first one that you might want to do is have your blocks like a bridge with a bolster so your blocks are hips width at the highest height bolsters right on top and then you just lay back onto that and the main, main thing here is you just want to make sure that the bolster is up to the back of your knees this neutralizes your your low back and might feel really nice there if you want something a little more you could have your uh, legs up the wall so slaying back similar kind of thing but it can be a little more uh, intense in a way and, but if you want you can just lay back on the ground with no props and just lay flat on the ground for Shavasana so any version whatever feels good for you What's that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you're ever wanting to sort of down-regulate your nervous system and reset, if you have a, a situation where you feel like really activated and um, sort of reactive, totally okay, totally normal. It happens to all of us. Uh, this is a great pose. Any version of this is having your legs elevated in some way, like putting your legs up on a couch or up on a wall. Or if you have props like this, uh, this is all. Great, these are all great ways to sort of regulate the nervous system because we go upside down. So things have to adjust, like the lymphatic system has to adjust to that, the circulation has to adjust to that. So it can be very calming to the nervous system. And it's usually my go-to. If I only have a few minutes and want to sort of regulate my nervous system, this is the thing I've gone to more than anything else. And we'll have the next few minutes here in stillness to just rest and let your body uh, get to be in this practice.
we'll slowly start to transition by making small movements of the hands and feet, wrists and ankles, arms and legs. And eventually coming over to your side and back up to a comfortable seated posture. the practice with the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you all for practicing today. Namaste.